Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This is Central Texas Living with Ann Harder. Hello, I'm Ann Harder. Welcome to Central Texas Living, the podcast. There's a famous expression, music has charms to soothe the savage breast. And it does have the ability to touch our spirits in ways words cannot. There's evidence it even has deeper physically therapeutic effects. Joining me now, Kathleen Brown, who is a board-certified music therapist from Temple. Uh, we served together on the Waco Symphony Association Board of Directors. Got to meet you the other day. And I was just so fascinated with your story because um, you decided to go into musical therapy as a profession a little bit later in life, right? Yep, very late in life. I was 50 years old when I made the decision. See, I, I think that's charming. I mean, I love talking <laughs> to people who, who kind of reinvent themselves. And this is what you'd, although I did read that you were a nightclub singer. So At first point, I want to yes. talk about that part of your life. <laughs> Actually, that came about as a result of singing with the Air Force Band of the Pacific. My husband was in the Air Force and I had sung various places. But when we were in the Philippines, I had the opportunity to sing with the Air Force Band of the Pacific. And so when we came back to the States, it was just something that I had to do. Oh, so you're a big band <laughs> so singer. I'm a big band singer, small band singer, done some country, <laughs> done, done a little of a lot of things. Yeah. Do you have a favorite like genre of music that you like to perform? I like Broadway theater. Mm-hmm. I've done a lot of theater work in various places. When we were in Key West, I did a really cool show called Smoke on the Mountain. If anybody's ever seen that, that is a fun, fun show. We need to have it here in Waco sometime. <laughs> oh, that, that sounds fascinating. So uh, as a singer, how were you, what was your training musically? Grew up with two sisters and a brother singing. My father had a wonderful Irish tenor voice and uh, sang in church choirs and, and school choirs. And uh, actually, somebody really liked my voice, so they paid for voice lessons for me early on. Oh, really? One of my music teachers. And then in high school, a lady at our church paid for voice lessons for me. And then I, the rest of my training came at the five different universities I went to because of moving so much. Right. And military. Military. Families, yes. Yeah. I finally got my degree in music education at Webster College in St. Louis, Missouri. Mm -hmm. We lived there for about 10 years, and that's the longest we lived anywhere. 
and um, and I did a lot of singing in clubs there in St. Louis. I don't know if you've ever heard of Ernie Hayes. He's uh, he's the guy who played the organ for the St. Louis Cardinals and Blues and all the, oh, all yeah. the sports teams. Well, I've been to St. Louis Cardinals and games, you've so I heard can him play. I've heard yes, him play. yes, he's gone now. But uh, we did some work together, and every time we worked together, we just had a great time. How fun! <laughs> How fun! Uh, did you ever? Spend any time teaching music? No, nope. not really. Got the degree, <laughs> never taught. <laughs> well, I understand how that can go. Uh, well, it sounds like you, you've had kind of a fascinating uh, road musically, but then you say at 50, you decided to, to really kind of dig in to what music can do for people. So, so where did you get training as a music therapist? I got the training at Sam Houston. I got the I got the impetus to go into music therapy in using music in my treatments for breast cancer. In 1996, I was diagnosed the first time, and 97 the second. And the first time a songwriting friend of mine started writing songs for me, that I started singing and uh, did a lot of a lot of singing of those songs, including um, Royal Albert Hall in London, where we did a huge thousand-member ca- thousand cast show to raise money for cancer research over there. Oh, my goodness. And at that point, I was already in school at Sam Houston because I had been singing for a, a conference, and the keynote speaker was a world-renowned music therapist, from University Hospitals in Cleveland. Her name is Dr. DeForia Lane, and she's retired now, <laughs> but an amazing, amazing woman and just so gentle, so knowledgeable, so just the way she uses music and the way she uses her, her personality is just amazing. Well, then you know from firsthand experience as a cancer patient, what music can do. Um, what what is the most important thing you would say personally? It does. Now you're you're singing. Obviously, you're singing. Say someone who's like, I can't sing. Why? You know, how how does that help them? As a music therapist, in the training you get, it's a full four year college degree. Mm-hmm. I already had the degree in music education, so I went for what you call an equivalency. And in that equivalency two years, which I actually did in three semesters, I learned so much more about what music therapy is. It's not just me going to sing for people. Right. It's not me just playing an instrument or choosing specific music for people. It's using music therapeutically, knowing how to choose what you want to do to reach goals that are non-musical. All right, let's explain that a little further. Okay, as my last uh, job was at the Cancer Center here in Waco, Mm -hmm. and some of my goals were to ease pain because there's a lot of pain that goes with some of the treatments that you get in cancer, and using playing instruments or singing with somebody, or letting them play, or I play an instrument, or they play an instrument, and different types of intru- di- different types of instruments can have different effects 
on every on each person. I mean, one instrument will have one effect on someone, and another it won't work. I had a patient who had migraine headaches, and you'd think that music would not be a good thing to <laughs> do say, with migraine thing, headaches. Yeah. But I have a it's a chime type of an instrument, and when I played the 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 chimes at the lower end of the range. That was that worked great for him. It helped. Mm-hmm. It really helped. That is amazing. When when patients were getting bone marrow biopsies, mm-hmm. I would be in the room with the patient, and I would have I would have assessed the patient ahead of time to see what might work for that patient in there, and then uh, some I would use my my auto harp. Because it has, because of the vibrations of the strings, can help to take away um, attention from what's going on, and to slow down breathing. And when you slow down breathing, you the pain goes Interesting. away. Um, yeah, because because the uh, the rhythm or the beat of the music can can really have a, you can have a physical reaction to it. Yes. Isn't Bach, it seems like a lot of Bach is like on a heartbeat kind of a thing. 60 beats per minute yeah. is what a lot yeah. of Bach is, and that is one of the most relaxing tempos for the human body. Interesting. Well, now you brought an instrument. Um, tell me about this. I've never seen anything quite like it. Sort of, sort of looks like an electric guitar with little buttons on it. Yeah, it does. It looks like it, but it's something called a Q chord by Suzuki. Not Suzuki motorcycles, but <laughs> Suzuki, Suzuki instruments. as in the instruments. As in the instruments. And um, it just, it has a lot of buttons. So I don't use this with young kids because right. they're all over the place. But I can choose different tempos. I can choose different instrument sounds. A hundred different instrument sounds I can get on this little strum pad. And uh, ten different styles of music but then there are cartridges that you can fit in the end and you can choose another 50 or 60 different musical styles Uh, there are also cartridges that have songs recorded on them Mm -hmm. so all you need to do is put the cartridge in and strum along with a song and you're playing an instrument so, but I don't see any strings on this. Nope. It's a, it's a strum pad. It's a touch pad. It's a touch pad. I will, let me t- put it to where all you hear is that touch pad. Mm-hmm. What's Sort of angelic. Kind of angelic. Well, but like I say, there are a hundred different instrument sounds you can get on it. <laughs> That's your strings. Mm-hmm. You can get... Uh, like a Celeste. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I told you when we met last week that I use this a lot for songwriting. Right. And, and so I, so you write original music for your patients? Can do some of that. I don't do a lot of them. I don't consider do they, myself very good at it, but <laughs> Well, and do and do they also write and contribute? Yes. Does that help with the yes. process as well? Yes. Um, I've been waiting to try to get involved with a program with our veterans. It's uh, there's a uh, an organization called Challenge America 
who has been doing songwriting retreats with soldiers. And that was before COVID. (laughs) And I was planning to do the training to actually try to bring that to to Temple, to the Civic, uh, uh, to the Cultural Activities Center Mm -hmm. there. And who knows, maybe here in Waco. But uh, it it has kind of dissolved right now. And uh, that program would be, they bring in uh, songwriters, famous songwriters, professional songwriters. In fact, the program started out at, uh, with Amy Grant at her, her farm. Oh, really? And her husband. Yeah, they're, they're a big part of that. And Vince Gill. One of the trainings was supposed to be at her farm last year. Well, maybe those things will start picking I'm, back up. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Now, you say you had been on staff, I think, at uh, Baylor Scott and White. Mm-hmm. But did a grant go away? I know there was some yes, situation grant, where you needed a grant to be. Right. The grant was for only a year. And I also had another grant several years ago at the neurology department in Temple. Mm-hmm. And both of those grants ended. And then um, that meant that my job was non-revenue producing. Mm-hmm. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, but you do uh, work as a, you have a shingle. I have <laughs> yeah, a shingle. <laughs> and so folks can make appointments with you. Uh, I haven't been doing private work. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm i starting to get to the age where I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure about doing that. People are always asking me, oh, well, could I, you know, could I call you? But that means hauling equipment around. And um, there's a lot of record keeping that goes with those sorts of things, depending on the work that I, that I do. Mm-hmm. And I have found it much easier, much more. Um, what's up? I mean, I've done some volunteering with hospice, and that's mm-hmm. an area that I would like to try to work I with again. I can see that being very valuable. Yeah, but again, hospice has been turned upside down this year because with COVID. COVID. Yeah. Sure. It's been really tough mm-hmm. for people to work in hospice. I just talked with a friend this morning who's, whose wife uh, works for the Providence Hospital, hospice, and it's just been really, really tough. 
Yeah. They've let people go and yeah, it's it it has really affected a lot of things and it's a shame when there's something that can be of benefit to a patient to ease pain and suffering. Music, which is, sounds like what that this music does. Music is a huge part of the human being. Mm-hmm. Um, without music, we die. Literally. Without music, without touch, you, you just can't survive. That's why you find people just spontaneously singing to each other, mm-hmm. because it's just a part of us. And without that, we're nothing. Well, I know just physically, <laughs> uh, they, they say you should sing five or ten minutes, even if it's in the shower. But everybody, whether or not you think you can sing, it it does your body good. Humming, just humming, just mm-hmm. saying, just saying a poem, mm-hmm. because basically saying a poem is rhythm and melody. Every time we speak, we are we are producing a melody. Yeah, we go up, we go down, we get softer, we get louder. We it, it, it's it's singing is just an extension of speaking. Well, you gave an example the other day uh, at this luncheon we were at about a, a song that was a special song that was written. Tell tell that story, if you recall. It was written written for a woman in uh, in a hospice who had had a stroke, uh, and she had lost all of her short term memory. People don't realize how much difference having no short term memory can do to somebody. She would actually had a daughter die, and didn't remember. It. She didn't know it. But I, people think of hospice as being just short-term, but I saw her for over a year. And um, we would we wrote a couple of songs. One was written with a, a picture book that she had, a photo album that she had, and I used a song that she remembered and changed the words that fit with the picture song. But the other song... That, and actually, she was able to learn both of those songs. Really? Yes. So there still was stuff working in the brain mm-hmm. there that yeah, helped to, to stick to recall. And, yes. Yeah, that, that's pretty remarkable. It is. It is remarkable. There's so much. That's why using music to learn something works so well hmm. because it gets it put into the brain. Interesting. So, but what was the example? You sang, you so, sang a little song. I did. I asked her one day if she could tell her kids one thing about her life. What would that be? And she thought a little bit. And when she came out with what she wanted to say, I started piddling around on my cue cord. She likes, I don't know if I can get where I need to get here to, I'll just put it on my lap. Um, we're not visual here. No, no, I mean. right. This is just audio. <laughs> okay. I turned on the country rhythm. Uh-huh. And it goes like that. Let's see. Nope, that's not the country. That's bossa nova. I was going to say. I... <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I slowed it down a little bit because that's pretty fast. That's amazing. So I slow it down, and I'm going to put the uh, vibe sound on it. (laughs) If I could tell my kids one thing about my life, if I could tell them something about me, 
I tell them they were wanted. I tell them they were special. They came special order, not COD. <laughs> oh, precious. <laughs> so so she was able to learn that. And yes, then, and we then recorded it. it. We recorded, recorded it for her for her kids. And what a yeah. what a precious thing for them to <laughs> them to have. Um, I, I I'm just kind of um, in awe of what you do and how you assess a patient to determine what would be the best sounds for them. What would be the best thing to help them? Talking is a huge part of it. I mean, we're sure. we're therapists. Mm-hmm. People don't realize that it's we're, we're doing therapy. I mean, there are a lot of music therapists who are working in the psych area, mm-hmm. but uh, and and I don't claim to be be one of those. Maybe yet. Maybe I'll go into something like that one day. But um, you have to listen. You have to get a little bit of their history, as in one patient that I had at the cancer center who had a. a had had surgery on his neck because he had neck cancer and they had him in to get um <laughs> yeah <laughs> i need to use a little bit of my music for memory uh <laughs> radiation he was in for radiation uh, and he couldn't lie on his side every time he lay down his neck hurt and this was shortly after I came on board, and they mm-hmm. called me, and they said, is there something you can do for him? Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't even really have many instruments there yet, but I went in, and I talked with him, and I found out what some of his favorite music was, and I had my iPad. And um, so I pulled up. He, he liked Led Zeppelin. In okay. fact, he even had a, a big tattoo on his back of Led Zeppelin. And... I went out and pulled up some Led Zeppelin because I didn't really <laughs> know Led bag. Zeppelin and did not really <laughs> like Led Zeppelin. But I found something that I thought might work because you need something that's not going to have a lot of volume changes. Right. Because if it gets really soft, you can't hear it. And, you're, you know, it's, it's just and then very loud and then you want to turn it down. So I had to choose something that had volume, not a lot of volume changes and not a lot of tempo changes because you don't want the heartbeat to be changing and your brain hears all of those things even if you're out um so i chose something and when it was over i went in and i said how'd that go and he said i loved it i knew every word of the song (laughs) (laughs) and that just spoke spoke to his heart (laughs) it spoke to his heart he used that music we would change we would change music once in a while because it was a long drawn out process for him almost every day for months actually and uh he agreed to do uh an interview on the waco with the waco paper Mm -hmm. and when that interview came out in the paper and he talked about the fact that he had used led zeppelin and and music therapy and he had all of their albums but he couldn't listen to them anymore because he didn't have any way to play them um i didn't work every day so a few days later when i came into work on my desk was a box from the um, for Best Buy with a record changer in it. So he could listen to he his could listen albums. to his albums. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh that's great. 
People are great. people are amazing. You know, there's some pretty bad people in this world, but there are there also are some, and, some and, wonderful people. And you are one of the wonderful people to to get the training uh, and use your own musical abilities and talents to help others in this way. I'd like to end these visits with a questionnaire. It's similar to the one the late, great James Lipton used on Inside the Actor's Studio, if that rings a bell. What is your favorite word? Uh, maybe survivor. Well, I am a survivor. Mm-hmm. What is your least favorite word? Mm. Hate. Yeah. What turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? Creatively, just hearing music and and being with people who are creative in music and being able to play off of each other. And uh, that was why it was so fun working with Ernie because we would... The first time I worked with him in a club, he started playing a song that I was singing with him, and then all of a sudden he changed the tempo, or he changed it from a four beat to a three beat, and and we just played off of each other, and it's it's just it's magic when you have somebody to work with like that. Right, right. What turns you off creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? Being tired. Mm-hmm. Being tired. If I'm tired, uh, although I don't get tired very often, I'm. I I do pretty well. Yeah. Well, you, you deal with sounds, so I'm going to ask you, what sound do you love the most? I like the strings, the, heart, the lower range strings. I like a saxophone. There's just something about the, the, um, the sound of a saxophone. A French horn, like a French horn. Do. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, that's neat. What sound do you not like at all? Rock guitar, <laughs> Led Zeppelin. <laughs> no, actually, there was some good. Oh, there was, there some, was good. some cool. There was some cool Led Zeppelin stuff that yeah. I never knew was there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> broadened your <laughs> broadened knowledge. Every patient I have broadens mine. I'm sure that is yes. true. Well, what other profession would you like to try? I guess I was saying psychology, mm-hmm. because. I've always, uh, I mean, growing up in a, I guess you could say some of it was dysfunctional family. I always wanted to know why people did what they did and, and why they acted the way they did. Mm-hmm. Do. <laughs> yeah. What profession do you know you would not want to do? Work in a psych hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's a bit of a head scratcher. But. <laughs> well, uh, when I had when I did my internship, you do a six month internship for yeah. getting your certification, and I did some work at a hospital, and we had um, we had teenagers, we had adults, we had several different groups uh, in the psych area, and I had no idea what to do. Mm. I just I, it just I don't know how I'm going to help these people. But it was amazing how sometimes the music just did it. Yeah. I had a young girl who had an eating problem. And she would just, she was just really, 
strange. <laughs> she wouldn't talk. Um, I, 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 I called my music therapy uh, mentor from, from the university um, to ask her what, what I should do. <laughs> and one day, I didn't have the keyboard that I usually took with me. And, but I had another one, and I just started playing a song, and all of a sudden, she just jumped up, and she started playing on that keyboard, and she started talking to me, and she started just singing the songs, and it was, okay, what did I do? <laughs> but it's not anything well, I did. Yeah. It was not anything I did. It just was the time, and uh, she went home fairly shortly after that. Interesting. Yeah. Finally, what do you want to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? You done good. <laughs> well, he's given you an abundance of talent and smarts, and it's just a, been a joy for me to get to hear a little bit more about uh, your profession as a music therapist. Uh, again, how can folks get in touch with you if they'd like to learn more? They can. Uh, I have an email address K as in Kathleen, S as in Sue Brown, B. KSBMTBC stands for Music Therapist Board Certified at hot.rr.com. Okay, very good. Thank you so much. Thank you. For coming to spend some time with us today. Kathleen Brown, thank Thank you. I look forward to getting to know you better sometime too. Absolutely. Central Texas Living is part of the Rogue Media Network family. Be sure to check out their other shows at roguemedianetwork.com. Please rate us five stars on iTunes and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Join us again soon for more Central Texas Living, the podcast. Why am I here? I'm here to be your tour guide through Waco. I'm here to tell you all the goings-on in and around Waco. I'm going to give you the 411 on what's happening, what's going on, and what events you should go to. This is your host, Debbie, signing off. Now that you know, go. Just go, Waco. Are you building a new business while managing a family? Are you tired of trying to balance home and work and everything seems to be coming up short? Then there's a podcast made just for you. Baking Your Business from Scratch is where we create the perfect recipe for building a successful business while managing your home and family with love. Come join us and see for yourself. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.